0: Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Geek Garage podcast. I'm your host, David, and I am joined today by one of my good friends. He has been on the podcast a couple times by now. Um, He is a fellow nerd like myself and like Ted and like you all. Uh, He is a lover of cinema and TV and comic books and the X-Men and many, 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 many other things. Many
1: things. All things magical and fantastical. Right.
0: And and of course, that is the lovely, beautiful, sultry voice of my good friend, Ian DePriest. How are you doing, good sir?
1: I'm doing really well. Thank you for the wonderful compliment. I didn't realize my voice was really sultry.
0: It, It It is yes it, it it is it is very nice it's like it's like melted butter on a big old stack of flapjacks
1: okay i was i wasn't sure where we were going with the melted butter but i do i do like this direction it's great yes. no uh
0: you, you have a lovely voice and, thank, and you. thank you once again for joining me the uh, second time in what like three days
1: uh, yeah i mean i don't know what you mean what are you talking about
0: <laughs> right uh so for everyone listening at home that's confused by that statement uh we actually recorded this episode this past weekend um this past saturday to to be exact and it went great my wife actually descended from her tower uh, <laughs> to 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 join Ian apparently she's I.
1: rapunzel
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and, and so it, it was awesome to have her on the podcast and everything went great. The recording was fine. I didn't, uh, you know, I- Okay. Well, apparently the recording was not fine. The recording (laughs) session was fine. However, when I went to edit it, there was some weird buzzing issues that just was not, uh, it was not possible to fix in post. So here we are again. Um, needless to say, Ian is going to get some free shit from me because he is, he is so nice. He's nice enough to, um, come back and re-record the of course the episode for him, what so
1: when you told me like it was it didn't like it didn't record properly i was really bummed so like wanda and wanda vision i just said no and it restarted <laughs> so yeah yeah it's that's, that's what happened <clears throat>
0: uh bummed is putting it lightly for me as well <laughs> so so yeah but thank you again for for coming back i I appreciate it.
1: Um, I enjoy talking, talking yeah, uh, to you, yes. and talking.
0: <laughs> yes, me too. Uh, we are we are kindred spirits in the realm of being long-winded about pretty much anything and everything. Yeah,
1: the last uh, time I was on this podcast, we talked for three hours. <laughs> we talked for the length of a Lord of the Rings movie.
0: Yes, uh, <laughs> right the the uncut one, the, like, yes. the director's cut. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was 84 years
1: it was 84 years
0: yes um but no uh let's so we're we're going to in an attempt to keep it as succinct and precise as humanly possible we're going to power through Um, first, but before we get into the topic at hand,
1: which is of course, WandaVision, WandaVision, WandaVision. I don't remember the melody. What is Uh,
0: there? I mean, there's like,
1: Oh, I know it. is four or five different. It's like, um, wandavision or something like that there's like a tritone in there because i saw an entire youtube video about the composers the same composers who did frozen composed the theme of wandavision so every single like um theme song that you listen to they created the theme of wandavision first and then as each as it transitioned to each decade they shifted um that same theme to fit whatever kind of genre it was going to be in
0: Oh, that's neat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely picked up on the fact that you know each episode had its own, um, you know, intro and um, you know little musical sequence for the the title card and all that. But yeah, um, that's that's definitely an interesting piece of trivia. Yeah, that's cool fun
1: fact. Yeah. I just saw it on yes. YouTube.
0: <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, so before we jump into our topic at hand, um, I just wanted to go over. Um, the Avengers Bracket Brawl that we're currently doing now. Bracket um, Brawl. <coughs> bracket <laughs> Brawl. Marsh Madness. Pew, pew, pew. Um, <laughs> pew. <laughs> I, I don't that's know. That's exactly it. Yeah. Um. So we, we've we had a couple of matchups thus far. We've had Captain America versus Vision. Cap yep. won that one. I and have thoughts
1: and feelings, but yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, you're not the only one. Uh, I, lots and lots of people were apparently upset that I mean, Vision did not
1: win. I um, love Captain America captain man is great i i can i understand why he won because like his character becomes this you know very very how should i describe it he's just the good guy that you you is just very pure and good that you know will always right. hold true to actually pure beliefs of like what freedom true freedom is and what true goodness is so i get that mm-hmm. i know he's chris evans is also so pretty Just so pretty, yes. So I understand. He is a very handsome man. He is. I will. I will take him any day. Sorry, my Mm -hmm. to my boyfriend. (laughs) But, um, I I think Vision technically should have won, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah. We 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 could make this episode about just that seed. Um, We could, but we're we're not going to Captain um, America's seed. Yes. Uh, (laughs) sorry ignore my dirty jokes we're moving on (laughs) i I will not ignore them good okay thank Uh, you so uh and then the second face-off we got was thor versus hulk and thor won that one and uh, people were again upset uh that that hulk did not win yeah um but such is life then we had wanda versus ant-man the the one that was definitely the most unanimous like ant-man i think got two votes
1: <laughs> yeah poor dude and ev- yeah all right uh poor Paul i mean it's
0: <laughs> it's nothing against ant-man like ant-man would have won uh, uh you know against plenty of other avengers but up against wanda like a literal witch
1: uh a literal witch that is like omega level mutant beyond
0: <laughs> yeah the, there's really no contest there so sorry ant-man
1: sorry Ant-Man. um she also had then, more press.
0: <laughs> right. So. And then uh so Black Panther versus Iron Man and Iron Man won out that one. Uh, I uh Chadwick
1: Boseman has my heart. So sorry, Iron Man. Like,
0: yeah. That that w- w- one was rough for the the listeners/voters. slash It's okay. Um, I mean Chadwick because...
1: Boseman won a Golden Globe in death. So mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah.
0: It was rough. Um Wakanda so. forever. Right
1: indeed
0: um and then the one that is currently going on is uh war machine versus Bucky uh slash winter soldier and as of right now Bucky is pretty much destroying yeah um, I expected that <laughs> me too uh I don't I don't mm, this one was a little difficult this is for debatable
1: me. I feel like this is one of those that like it could go either way if they were really in a fight together. Right, um, because war machine literally is a war machine, but Bucky he also can fly like, and he can fly, and Bucky has like is a super soldier like Captain America, and has like a like what is it um vibranium arm is his arm um, vibranium I can't yes. remember, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. so like that in itself is pretty strong, but who you know, I don't know, arguments can be made on both sides,
0: yeah my my argument, so I voted for bucky but my argument just play devil's advocate my uh, um argument for war machine was that as long as he could get his hands on bucky long enough to just shoot straight up into space and then just fucking drop him game <laughs> yeah. over right True. but but yeah if we recall in the very first captain america movie mm-hmm. when bucky fell from the train he survived that fall yep. so there's yep. really no limit to <laughs> i mean uh, super soldier balls? like
1: like again yeah super soldier powers so yeah i don't know it's yeah
0: it i don't know it, it's it's a gray area but um yeah like i said he's currently winning he'll probably end up winning um in the end so or not in the end but yeah uh this this, this round, round. he'll oh, yeah. oh, win this round um That's likely bucky But yeah, uh, thank you to uh, all you listeners um, and subscribers and uh, everyone else um, that has been participating in this Bracket Brawl. It's been a ton of fun. It's uh, been a great way to get some engagement up on the group, uh, in the group. Um, And if you happen to be a brand new listener of the podcast, relatively new, um, the uh, Facebook group uh, is actually linked below in the podcast description. So if you'd like to be a member of the Facebook group, it's not super secret. It's not. Uh, it doesn't cost money or anything.
1: It's just just your soul. <laughs> a soul <laughs> for a soul. I truly just want to be Ursula, but that's fine. Okay, well that's, that's a, just a your a voice, totally really. different topic. Yeah, it's yeah. Right. Disney. We can talk about Disney all day or I can. sure <laughs> <laughs> um okay so
0: we we knocked that out Ian, you want to yeah. uh, get get started on
1: wandavision let's get started on wandavision i don't know if i'm allowed to sing those things because i don't know if it's copyrighted so i'm very sorry um, um i i feel like if you sing it it's it could
0: be interpreted as parody okay cool
1: so, so I'll, I'll I, say I think it, it
0: falls with. It this is the, parody. The <laughs> <kind of. laughs> I'm making fun of it.
1: Yeah. Um. So, so WandaVision. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, what did you think of the first season? Question mark. Uh, first season. Yeah. yeah. We
1: don't. We don't know if there's going to be more yet. But I what'd would. You, what'd you think? I would love to see more. It. I. It's also like I don't know if they're gonna how they're gonna make more. If they're gonna make more. Well, I can see how they're gonna make more, but. Th- the thing that makes me question why there won't be a season two is because the the title of the very last episode says series finale so i'm just like "Mm, i don't know how i feel about this but okay but yeah um my general feelings toward wandavision if i were to rate it on a scale of you know i don't know one through ten one being one to ten yeah one to ten being one being like crappy and 10 being the most brilliant thing I've ever seen um I would say it's a pretty close like you know maybe like nine and a half almost 10 because I always think there's room for improvement I love it sure always (laughs) Always. I'm a huge fan so like um you just probably hear me talking about all the love I have for WandaVision this entire like next hour but (laughs) or however long (laughs) this goes probably five hours um but I I love WandaVision because here's my TED talk. Welcome. I love it because um one, just the amount of detail that goes into it in the costuming, in the foreshadowing through the costuming, in the themes that you hear, in just the writing, all this the little subtle details of of the story being planted in the beginning and then and then paying off at the end is just mm-hmm. so good. The acting in itself I feel like is a masterclass. And I know maybe that might be dramatic for a superhero TV show. Not in and... this case. <laughs> no, no, seriously, <laughs> not... not in this case because Not in this case. Like a lot of people give a lot of shit to superhero movies because, you know, there's this fun they're- comic book things and, you know, they're not mm-hmm. serious acting and it's like, no, these actors are really good. just, I, I'm obsessed with Catherine Hahn now. I've, <laughs> I've been sleeping on Catherine Hahn for so long and I don't know why, but... I am just a new member of the Catherine Hahn church. <laughs> I love her to death. I think I know why it's because I rarely watch sitcoms, which is ironic because WandaVision like opens with sitcoms and is about like its whole entire format functions off of that. Sure. And for the most part, I think Catherine Hahn's career had a, has a lot of comedy and a lot of sitcom and a lot of um, that kind of style of storytelling. And I don't really dabble too much in comedy sometimes. Uh, more of the drama, as you can tell, mm-hmm. probably. But <laughs> but her acting her acting is so good. Um, we're also about to go into spoiler territory um, because I'm about yes. to um, talk about different things in the show, specifically mm-hmm. about Katherine Hahn right now. <laughs> so if you have yeah, not so, seen it, turn around. What are you doing? Right, what are um, you doing?
0: Just first. Yeah. First. If you haven't seen it, what are you doing with your life? And yeah. why are you listening
1: to this? If if it's because you do not have money for Disney Plus, find a friend. Phone a friend. Phone yes. them. Call them right now, and then say, "Hey, I need to watch WandaVision. You're my friend. You should let me or borrow it. or or subscribe for like the free two week or one yeah, month. Pass I think it's and like then a- binge watch it." Yeah, it's it's so bingeable because I think there's only what eight nine episodes, and the first yep. few are literally twenty minutes long. The the yeah. episodes get longer as the show progresses, which makes sense mm-hmm. as it breaks its like um, sitcom format storytelling, right? Um, yeah. Which is also another thing that I love, just the way. <laughs> side note, just the <laughs> way the story is being told not just through like you know acting and lines it's told Mm -hmm. through the camera itself the way it shifts from how the camera is shot in a normal old sitcom to how drama is shot these days with like zooming into a character's face to add like show intensity or changing the way um you know the little square box you see when you first watch sitcoms in a black and white tv to like a widescreen to show this shift right. of reality is so subtle and brilliant and it just it's simple and everybody just understands very simply by watching it but anyway yeah, back to that, Catherine Hahn. just so good <laughs> i just love katherine also, yeah. also elizabeth olsen and paul paul bettany is that how you say his last name i can't remember his last mm-hmm. name Yep, all paul of bettany. them all of them are so good and the girl i can't remember the actress's name that plays monica rambo even she is brilliant like everyone i can't remember her name either i i'm sad that i can't remember her name i need to google it soon um but the acting is stellar and the storytelling is stellar and the details are stellar and that's the overview of my feelings towards wandavision um, and why i I love it so 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 much.
0: uh um, Paris, I believe
1: awesome. tayona Paris, yes, yes.
0: yes, Queen, you can get it.
1: yes, black Girl magic literally. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are my feelings. What are your feelings? <laughs> <laughs> so my feelings are pretty much the same.
0: um I I would, you know, Going by your, your one to 10 scale. I would, I would say it teeters on the line of high eights, low nines. So maybe like an 8.75 or maybe even a nine. Love it. Regardless, it ranks very high for me. I was one of the very few that just reveled in the unknowing of mm-hmm. the the first i'd say you know three episodes or so yeah. before we broke out of that you know black and white old school feel mm-hmm. um and, and that realm of like not knowing what the hell is going on because collectively as as a, a whole as watchers watching this show unfold like all of us didn't know where this was going yeah and we were all kind of in the dark and i kind of like that because um, I mean, it, it's just, it feels, uh, there's just a unity behind it. Um, it, it feels like to me. And then also like, I'm not very quick to pick up on, uh, on things like <laughs> we were joking about this the first time we record, yeah. but like, I, I tend to take my wife along with me to like almost every movie I, uh, I go see, yeah. um, that, that she will in fact tolerate, <laughs> um, some movies she's like no you're gonna have to go see that by yourself um but i i bring her along because uh, i use her afterwards to explain all the the foggy parts that i don't understand um and uh so a- anyways yeah i i loved it you know all the things you mentioned about how they they started out in their earlier episodes with you know the black and white episodes that mirrored like the dick van dyke show and i dreamed of genie mm-hmm. and then they kind of um you know moved forward through time through like the the 80s like two camera style and then Mm -hmm. the 90s uh like malcolm in the middle Mm -hmm. and the 2000s like modern family thing Mm -hmm. like i just thought that was all brilliant and you know you mentioned i i can't remember if you mentioned uh mentioned it again now but i know you Mm -hmm. mentioned it the first time around when Mm -hmm. we were recording um you said that uh, one of the subtle changes was the set design and how yeah. like, the placement of the staircase moved.
1: Yeah, everything is, that's the thing I, why. that's the reason why I love this show. Everything has a purpose. Every mm-hmm. little detail is purposeful to the storytelling and the character development. Nothing mm-hmm. was there just because it wanted to be dramatic or eye-catching, Yes, right. it was beautifully shot and it looked cool and has cool vibes. But the whole entire thing relates to Wanda as a character and the payoff in episode 8 is just so good. Not only emotionally and like as a character you see her change in that moment, but mm-hmm. you finally understand why everything was a sitcom. Um, you know, if, if people don't know, I I'm assuming if you, if you haven't seen this show, you would have been gone by now. But, um, <laughs> but I, I understand like the, a lot of people, or at least a few people, were confused about the whole like sitcom versions in the beginning, and everyone was kind of almost bored by it. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of like hold, I guess, the other opinion of like whether it's unpopular or not. I don't know, but. I wasn't bored. I I was very fascinated by it because it's like we're here to tell this kind of dramatic superhero story and it's already breaking conventions by being a sitcom. And mm-hmm. I find that interesting. I find that more captivating than like opening a shot with, you know, like a, a whatever monologue as they like pan through whatever scene and her past as a child and her going like once upon a time like you know i i much right. rather i like that they treat their audience as intelligent i don't i like that they don't like yeah heavy hand everything to me and i like just ec- right, i like just slow burn drop load. into exposition right away yeah and like there are times where they do like do some exposition just so that like people can get on board and understand what's happening Specifically, like some of the right. magic stuff, you know, when 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 um, Agnes reveals herself as Agatha Harkness and explains like magical one hundred and one to Wanda, like that makes sense to mm-hmm. have that kind of exposition so people understand how the ma- the magic rules work in this world. But as the beginning opens, I just love that it's a mystery, and I love I love a good mystery, and it kind of gives you just enough for you to still be curious. And not turn off the TV in frustration. Because, again, it opens in black and white. The set is, like, in the 50s. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, they're, the way they... It, everything, everything just goes through in this, like, comedic style. And then, finally, you get to a point where somebody's choking at the table. Like, Mr. Hart is choking. And they start zooming in straight into Wanda's face. And all of the different characters, and the tone just shifts by by then, you know, both musically and like just the right. silence of it. And you then realize, like, oh, this is not comedy anymore. And even though the one woman is still laughing, like it's a comedy, it's just yeah, ch- that was chilling. That
0: was so yeah, that was so uncomfortable. She's she just repeating over again? Like, stop it! Oh, stop it! Stop it! Yeah. And, and like, you're just like. <laughs> what's going
1: on (laughs) yeah 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 exactly so it's like those little seeds and nuggets that are just like you know so well planted and just gives you enough of a taste of like okay something's off at least for me i'm interested so i want to see what happens next so i watch you know episode two and back to the topic that you brought up before like um the set changing even though it was still black and white i actually wasn't the one that noticed it was my boyfriend that noticed he was just like this is a different decade the staircase moved like it's no longer just like a panel that you walk behind it moved from the wall the whole entire set like moved forward and it's just like so subtle and yeah i just love that like it was there and just you know not overly stated to hit you over the head with it um, and just expects you as a person to pick up on that.
0: Yeah, totally. Like, I I loved like those little things with the the set design and the the shifts between the decades. Like, yeah, it was it was just little things like that. Was it was just what made the show so fun to watch, especially early on when the the story wasn't really focused on like sword and the FBI and everyone Mm -hmm. like trying to figure out what's going on inside the hex. Mm -hmm. And then Wanda is becoming like more self-realized about what's going on. And so is vision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're kind of just immersed in that world. And like they, they use a lot of the same kind of humor that those shows from back in like the fifties and sixties used. Yeah. And it's just like such genuine, like clean humor yeah that has <laughs> to be that, that's like well yeah but like it was it was just so funny like it was so wholesome and funny like yeah i don't know it was so like i i just remember watching the first couple of episodes and just laughing hysterically because like the jokes were they were they were actually really funny um
1: they were good yeah. i i i enjoy a good like classic sitcom kind of like i don't know if campy is the right word but almost campy kind of humor in some essence
0: right it's yeah com- more... compared to what we have today yeah like the way humor has evolved yeah you know to this point it's it it seems a little you know quote unquote campy
1: it also had to be a little maybe a little bit smarter in, because it can't be on the nose a lot of like the the dirty innuendos or like things in those sitcoms were always uh, like kind of hinted at they weren't, mm-hmm. like, uh, explicitly said, you know? But right. the audience understood. The adults understood what was happening. And that's why it was funny, you know? Right. Um. But again, I love the way they use that format, especially when those old sitcoms use, like, you know, the recorded canned laughter. Mm-hmm. And... There, i distinctly remember a scene like by then like maybe fifth episode in or i can't remember when it's in color by then um right. but wanda and vision had an argument and the credits started rolling like a sitcom would because right. wanda decided like this the show's over you know right and then as they're still arguing, the credits roll and the canned laughter still plays on top of them yelling at each other, which is yeah. just so brilliant because it just like sim like signifies what Wanda is trying to do in her brain, in her reality. She's like, "This is done. We're done. End of conversation. We're right. not. I'm not going to deal with this. You know, I'm going to close myself out. Or I'm going to walk away because there is no time for it." But Mm -hmm. vision pushes further and is like, no, you have to deal with this problem. The problem that I just discovered, you are literally mind controlling this entire town and changed Mm -hmm. all of their realities. This is not okay, ma'am. And she's like, no. Right. And then he's questioning, like, who am I? Am I really real? Like, what did you do? And it's just, I don't know. It's so clever because not only do the different sitcoms depict Wanda's, like, as it shows later in episode eight, like, she she loves sitcoms because um, her father was selling them in Sokovia to make money, and they had, like, mm-hmm. sitcom nights or whatever, and she fell in love with all these American sitcoms, which is why in her made-up reality, it's translating into sitcoms, right. but... Not only does that reflect that, but it also just signifies in that her walking away and rolling credits, just like the feeling of what she's thinking at that time without even saying it, you know, Mm -hmm. everything is subliminal to her um, down to the commercials. Every single commercial relates to some kind of um, part of her life, whether it's tragic or not. Um, right
0: yeah like we got the we had the toaster i think was the very first commercial like the stark yeah. toaster which
1: resembled the stark um wh- what was it the it was a missile there was a stark missile that crashed into her house um right. when the war broke out and in in sokovia and, and killed her parents and it was blinking and beeping and mm-hmm. that toaster had that same kind of blinking and beeping moment yep and then um there was the strucker shucker watch you know Mm -hmm. um referencing hydra at her time in hydra and um there was the uh hydra soap you know washes everything clean like Mm -hmm. um when she was like you know brainwashed by them right Um, and then we had the the yogurt the yo yo magic yogurt commercial yeah that was kind of dark it was super dark because it was like in the malcolm in the middle um episode and right. you're like okay cool another another like quirky fun funny commercial and it's like this shark surfing in the water and it's like hey you're starving on an island you need yo magic to like survive and he gives your magic to the yogurt to this kid on the island and the kid can't peel the yo magic out i think and just <laughs> withers away and becomes right. a skeleton I was,
0: yeah i was like watching it for the first time I, i was like okay well he's gonna get it and like he's gonna open it and and then everything's gonna be okay and then he withers away and i was like oh like i am not okay right now (laughs) like this is terrible
1: yeah and and again like p that that in itself is also subliminal to what was happening in the present moment like when agnes slash agatha like you know is trying to get the magic from Uh, Wanda we don't know Mm -hmm. that yet but like at at the very end of the series um, or the season we discover like oh that's what Wanda's here all along she wasn't part of you know uh, uh, the town she came here seeking magic she came here to steal her magic because she wants it and that's so clever that it like still translated subconsciously in her brain to to be there and her brain was telling her that but she was not even like picking up on that you know yeah yeah so all of these details are just brilliant and and i just love that the show really just focuses on finally giving scarlet witch wanda maximoff her one her title and two actually making her like a fully realized character instead of like this angry, sad girl with mutant powers or magic Mm -hmm. powers throughout the entire Avengers series, you know? Right. Like, I mean, she definitely had her, her uh,
0: reasons and, and we're not knocking like, Oh, you're being sad. Like, just get over it. Like she had every right to be sad. Yeah. And like, I mean, everything in her life came to a a crashing crumbling terrible end yeah um and and, but like that's what this whole series has been about is about her finding herself and and realizing what's what's important and how to kind of cope with her grief and move on like you were saying the first time uh around (laughs) um that. She she actually went through, like, the five
1: stages of grief, right? Yeah, she, she does. Like, throughout this whole entire season, I think she does. Because the reason she created this whole entire reality in the first place was because she was just so stricken by it. And she was so sad that she created an entire world so she could ignore that sadness. And so mm-hmm. she just... And she doesn't even remember that. Like, when Agnes finally gets impatient and gets tired of, like, trying to pry out these questions of, like, how she's doing this magic. She traps her in her basement and, like, kind of tortures her into telling her, why are you doing this? And Wanda doesn't know why. She doesn't remember. And, like, you know, step one, denial. Like, that's simple, you know? So she just denies everything. And then step two Mm -hmm. like anger she's just angry with with anybody that's trying to interrupt this world um which is also really funny because in the some of the sitcoms they there's one where they're afraid of this like kind of tree hitting against the wall outside of their house because they hear like rumbling and it's actually sword trying to get into her her um entire hex field you know on the outside right so like that even translates that way and finally she confronts them so she she tells them and makes a deal with them so like it goes from like you know denial anger that was bargaining. definitely the anger phase yeah it was anger into bargaining into like no like i can we you just stay there and i stay here and we'll be fine like just stop yeah they're like no and then it goes into depression as she, as her and vision as vision realizes that things are not real and starts arguing with her and and she's seeing this rift happen with it, between them she's finally right. getting so sad that she's like i can't even handle my kids right now Wand, uh, agnes please just take them you know and then the final mm-hmm. arc of it all is when she's finally like yeah accepting the grief and that's and that's so beautiful because I know people were, like, a little bit sad or bummed out that, like, there wasn't a big cameo of, like, you know, um, Doctor Strange or Captain Marvel at the final episode because they were expecting one. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, like, when they said there was going to be a big cameo, I was just like, eh, that shouldn't, I don't, y- y'all shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh I'm kind of glad that Doctor Strange didn't step in or Captain Marvel didn't step in to stop Wanda. And that it was actually Wanda herself Mm -hmm. that chose to let go of her family. I think it had to be. Yeah. She chose to let go of her family. And and even in that final episode, like, the first time, it was so difficult. She sees them literally, like, disappearing in front of her eyes. And she chooses to hold Mm on to them. And so she closes the barrier again, but then she gets a second chance after she fully becomes the Scarlet witch. And she's realizing now like what she had done. And she's like, I, I need to let go of this. Like I have to, and she chooses to just close everything off. And that's so beautiful because it's, I think it's much more powerful to leave the choice in Wanda's hands rather than painting her to be another kind of broken woman that somebody else has to interfere with so that she doesn't fuck up the world. Yes. You know. I think that's right. a better story to tell, you know. And Yeah. And so Yeah. for sure. Yeah, I just I just love the way her character just develops throughout this entire show. And again, going back to that episode eight, the sincere moment between her and Vision when they meet for the first time, I I think as an audience member, like, because the Avengers movies are so big and there's so many people to keep track of and so much plot to keep track of, it's very easy to kind of just, like, forget things that happen and not really realize right. the weight of their significance because, like, Thanos is here and he's trying to kill all of us. You know, like, we don't have time mm-hmm. to deal with grief because... The big guy snapped his fingers and half the universe is gone. So, so like, right. I think <laughs> what I love about that scene is that we finally, as an audience member, get to live with Wanda in a very human moment that we all go through. Whether yeah. you actually are clinically depressed or not. Like, you have been sad at some point in your life and i love that she finally gets a moment to just talk about what that means for her and how that feels because i feel like not a lot of people really sit down and talk about that a lot of people are just like okay you're sad you're depressed cool like just pick yourself up and have positive thinking like no that doesn't happen that doesn't work that way for you know people who are clinically depressed and it her just description of the grief that she deals with of just waves that keep knocking her down and she's just tired
0: it's just right. so
1: human and so yeah. simple and and then you know Vision comes in with the most like touching line ever about you know what is yeah, love but what is grief but not like love persevering or something like that and it's just like wow I'm right. here I didn't realize I was going to cry today for you know the entire time (laughs) the rest of my life but thank you for making me cry sir
0: yeah like vision is like the perfect person that Wanda needed at at that moment and it was perfect that they ended up together because like the way that vision put things you know with that line of you know what is grief if not love persevering and you know, uh, asking about the show and she's like, are they not concerned that he needs to go to the hospital? And she's like, it's not that (laughs) kind of show. Yeah. And, um, and just the other, you know, kind of interactions and like, you know, he talks about like, you know, I, I've always been alone. So I don't know the lacking that you feel. Mm-hmm. And and just that and like the other things that he said during that moment I feel is exactly what she needed at that moment. I, exactly what a person like that needed because there you know there's just there's a lot of ambiguity mm-hmm. in, in those types of moments between two people one one person needs to vent and and like they actually have the courage to talk about what's going on through in their head, what what they're experiencing mentally. Yeah. And it's uh, most of the time it's very difficult to verbalize those things. Yeah. And for vision to be super understanding and come at it from not just a analytical standpoint, like a left brain standpoint, but also a right brain standpoint. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it, it was just so perfect. And like, that scene wasn't even that long it was no. what, maybe like five Just minutes like,
1: it was like, literally probably like two two three minutes long because yeah. it was a, it was part of this whole entire um you know flashback through wanda visions i mean wanda's wanda's life right <laughs> as a child through her adult teenage adulthoods and like because um agnes agatha wants wants to know like what triggered this magic you know what how she got this powerful and also side note <laughs> i'm still a fan catherine Hahn fan stan forever now because <laughs> right after that touching scene i like catherine Hahn just subtly brings her finger to her eye to like wipe away a tear but also in the most like sincere genuine way that like i didn't expect because like It borders the line of since she's a villain like she she switches between like really funny and like really terrifying very easily and right in that moment it's just like oh wow i I wasn't supposed i wasn't sure if i was supposed to laugh or also just be sad because like it's it was just subtle acting because she's standing behind elizabeth olsen and, and wanda can't even see it but she just like wipes a tear off and i'm just like I don't, yeah, it's so subtle that I can't tell if it was supposed to be like, ha laugh at this moment, or like, like laugh at not the right. moment, but laugh at me, like pretending to be sad or like, Agatha actually kind of feeling for a second, you know, and yeah, I I think it's the latter. Yeah, it, I I just love, love Catherine Hahn in that moment, too. Yeah, um, yeah, she's great. But yeah, it, it all of this whole entire story for wanda and humanizing her and and really like filling her out as a character is another reason why i love wanda vision um yeah and, and i i feel like this is uh you know
0: I, pivoting uh, you know away from wanda to envision uh, and, and 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 The town of westview to like the outside um, yeah you know with sword like this gave everyone else a good opportunity to see wanda for who she is like i mean at first they there was still a lot of ambiguity yeah of uh you know who she is like is she really an avenger like is she kind of a, a a rogue where you know you no pun intended
1: yeah. um uh, <laughs> like Men. Um, yes
0: um where like she's at the end of the day she's still gonna just do whatever she wants and you know fuck everyone else she's just gonna yeah. use her you know scarlet witch powder pa- powders powers. her powders yes uh, yes um <laughs> but like i thought this show did a good job of like tapping into the human elements of the this superhero world this mcu that that we've grown accustomed to like you know we uh, pretty much all the the movies that we've gotten so far they tell the story from the superhero's point of view yeah but i feel like this is one of the very first times in the the mcu storyline that we get a good idea of what it's like to view the world and look at superheroes through the eyes of your average joe like you know like darcy and uh, yeah rambo Mm -hmm. um yes god bless darcy
1: she's (laughs) she's a light she's truly a comedic
0: yeah comedic relief in in incarnate yes that is what she is but but at the same time so much more i mean yeah when she comes in and they're like uh uh miss uh, I forget Darcy's last name okay. um you know but they they were like M- mrs or miss you know so and so and she's yeah. like actually it's doctor and i was like <laughs> yes queen yes <laughs> like you tell
1: them it is in fact doctor it is doctor she is brilliant and she is smart and also so funny she is you know a fully realized woman and character mm-hmm. and yeah i agree with you everything that you said about like seeing it from the outside of like I remember the first time we recorded this you were specifically talking about the scene where everybody came back from the blip suddenly and everyone was in a hospital. Right. And yeah. we finally It was just chaos. Yeah, we understood the chaos because I don't think when we were watching Endgame we really fully understood the chaos because it was such a triumphant moment to see everybody come through those portals. Yeah. Um we didn't get a taste and even in Spider-Man later um, the, yeah, the, it was a comedic moment. It was a comedic moment because one, the tone of the movie is supposed to be very lighthearted and comedic. So, right, told by yeah. children, it's funny. And mm-hmm. you know, the band suddenly appearing in the gym, funny. Like, <laughs> yeah. But in this show, like again, when kind of a meta moment when Scarlet Witch was telling Vision uh, why you know the the guy from Malcolm in the Middle is fine. He's not actually hurt because she says it's not that kind of show. Again, Mm -hmm. it's not that kind of show for WandaVision to be, you know, super kind of too lighthearted. It's the kind of show that digs deeper into grief, digs deeper into darker emotions um, that we tend to kind of just like dismiss or don't want to face. Mm -hmm. And again, very reflective of Wanda as a person. So everything ties back to her, which is, again, brilliant. But yeah, the chaos of the hospital is, Mm -hmm. is, is so... I don't know real.
0: <laughs> In- yeah. And, and I love like, you know, if you listen closely, you know, as she's coming, uh, you know, dusting back into existence, mm-hmm. you can hear some of the dialogue between her and Captain Marvel and her mom from mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, the, f- the first movie.
1: I did not know um, that.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's one of those, like, I, I, I knew it sounded familiar because I've watched Captain Marvel like a million times. Um, <laughs> I, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um But yeah, I was like, why does that sound so familiar? I was like, Oh yeah, it's Captain Marvel. And then like, all of a sudden my hopes were like way up here for like a possible Captain Marvel experience. Yeah. But you know, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to put money on it, but, oh but yeah, yeah, you know, like, like we were saying that whole scene where she comes back into existence and and, you know, the second she steps out of the hospital room to try and figure out where her mom is, like, mm-hmm. it's just chaos, like nuts, like people running they up and down the hallways. slamming into
1: each other, body slamming each other yeah, because they're appearing th- out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, and it's almost like, it's almost comedic, but at the it's end of the day, it is, it is definitely terrifying. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, like you were saying, um, it, it shows the the more quote unquote serious side of, of the, the ramifications of the snap being undone because, you know, like while it's great to have all of these people come back, Mm -hmm. you know, all these family members rejoin, but, you know, at the same time, like take this very particular setting in a hospital where they were, you know, maybe not at capacity, but they had a lot of full hospital beds. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's overrun. And like Mm -hmm. the, what I, one of the things I love most about that scene is that, that the, the nurses and the doctors were acting so much like nurses and doctors. Like, you know, when, when you're in that profession, you don't have, time to react to something like emotionally like you just you just have to react yeah and and that's what like they knew exactly what was going on so instead of being like oh like something must have happened like i wonder if it was iron man like Mm -hmm. you know that they just reacted they're like you know she was like oh you know your your mom was gone and you know and but the the nurse before her was like oh yeah like you know, we're, we're already at max capacity. She's like, no, I'm I'm just trying to find my mom. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was, I, I just loved the way that whole scene played out. Yeah. Um, one thing I do wish, I, I wish there was a little bit more buffer for, mm-hmm. for Rambo, uh, yeah. for that grieving period that way, yeah. um, at, at the end when, um, when her and, Wanda had that moment where mm-hmm. she was like, you know, I I really was just trying to help you like I just lost my mom and mm-hmm. uh you know I, I like I felt very emotional in that moment, but mm-hmm. I felt like it would have paid off a little bit better mm-hmm. if they maybe threw in like one or two more scenes with yeah. Monica where she uh, where it showed her like coping with the grief of like coming back into existence and then yeah. realizing that her mom died instead of like I felt like it was glossed over maybe a
1: little bit it would um, i i would say it was just because one the the timing that they had to tell that story was abbreviated was so, so short yeah. and also again too like the show technically is about wanda so i understand right. why they wouldn't take the time to show like the stages of grief for her because they needed to show her immediately getting to Westview and yeah. why she was there. We
0: we might get some stuff uh stuff along those lines in the new Captain Marvel movie.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I really hope it's it's so funny like I love that as they're telling Wanda's story, they introduce a lit they plant the seed for another superhero.
0: Which is like, why this show is so great. Like, it, it, it works like a comic book. Yeah. Like, how you're in the dark for the first couple of episodes. Like, that's how a lot of comic books work. You know, I, I'm not a comic book aficionado, but I've read my you're fair not? share. <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. Uh, I run a podcast called The Geek Garage, and I'm but I'm not well-versed in comics.
1: There are no books. comics in the garage, apparently. <laughs>
0: Right. They're all, they're all here in my studio. Yes. Um, But like, that's how a lot of comic books work is that, you know, that there's a lot going on in the first like few issues Mm -hmm. of a volume where you're just like, am I supposed to know what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah.
1: um, So yeah, uh, that's just another um, little, I, yeah, I, I think what marvel has always done brilliantly is just taken its time to Mm -hmm. slowly build meaningful stories this is why the mcu has a lot of people's kind of hearts attached to it because it takes its time to really develop a character that you feel for and then the powers and the superhero-ness comes secondary you know because we wouldn't care about iron man if we didn't really see the arc that he had to go through from really arrogant asshole dude stripped Mm -hmm. down to nothing and then rebuilt by everything. Same thing as with Dr. Strange, same thing with, you know, captain America and yeah. So I, I'm really, I'm sure they will take their time, especially if they're going to make captain Rambo into her literally thousands of superhero code names um i don't (laughs) even know which one they're going to use because she has like 50 um but (laughs) what what's what uh not i think photon Photon. is one i think spectrum specter i can't remember which one it is is another one there's like if you google wikipedia you'll be able to find it because yeah it's literally a list and i'm just like can't you just pick one name please (laughs) um it is very hard to keep track of you um but yeah there's a couple out there yeah so i'm just glad that like you know again their storytelling is just clever they just plant little seeds and their foreshadowing is always so good that it like Mm. slowly builds and grows and pays off in the end um right but now speaking of a little x-men let's talk about like maybe like the base of um scarlet witch in the x-men and how like it kind of relates to wanda vision sure. i guess like a little bit you don't have to go too deep um yeah. perfect i love the little nods of like you know in the show when they're trying to figure out like if wanda has a code name and everyone's like no she's just wanda <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: she have a uh, funny superhero yeah when hayward
1: yeah. like director hayward is just like she doesn't have a code name and everyone's like no it's just wanda (laughs) um and i love again the use of the title like scarlet witch as her codename in x-men slash the avenger comics like i love that it's like given to her later and she becomes part of it part of that legacy you know um i i thought it was so clever because huge x-men fan over here I truly wanted this to be a way to introduce the X-Men into the MCU, like, so badly, like, just because of the horrendous amounts of terrible X-Men movies that are out there. (laughs) I just... No, there's...
0: What are you talking about? There's no terrible
1: X-Men movies. Okay.
0: X-Men 3 was... The, X-Men the best thing since sliced bread what
1: who is x-men 3 i don't know them and and,
0: and dark <laughs> phoenix like who is like, she just...
1: i don't know her i don't know <laughs> <laughs> because that trash deserves to be burning in that fiery dumpster <laughs> so i mean i love the actress um that plays her um Sansa Stark. Sansa stark apparently <laughs> uh, even um the original Jean Grey um, that played that became the Dark Phoenix in the third X Men movie. Like love the love the actresses, just hate the storytelling. You can't. You, I'm gonna rant. You you can't. <laughs> you cannot tell the Dark Phoenix story within a span of one movie. You you simply yeah. cannot because just like Wanda and the Scarlet Witch, you need to build that character. You need to slowly mm-hmm. make her fully realized into one the phoenix first because then you understand what the phoenix is see her perform duties and be the character as the phoenix for a while be attached to it and then you turn her into dark phoenix that's why that pays off because as a character you're finally attached to her and you don't want to see her go down this dark path I'm looking at you Game of Thrones that's not how you do it to Daenerys (laughs) like I will fully accept dark Daenerys Targaryen but do not give me shitty character development anyways I could talk about that for <laughs> days still days forever yeah we but
0: we have yeah we've discussed doing a Game of Thrones episode we're gonna have to clear our
1: schedule yes, for that one you will have to like it's, it's just sit down for a month <laughs> I'm gonna drop an entire lecture um uh, but right. but yeah back to wanda um i was really hoping because in the in the x-men comics there is a series that i feel like most people or some people would know who love the x-men and read them um there's an art called house of m where um scarlet witch mm-hmm. essentially um has a mental break and changes the entire world and she says normal mutants and everything shatters and and um the X-Men have to deal with all of that bullshit and why she suddenly just, you know, wiped out an entire race of mutants and stopped them from being born. Um so I was yeah. hoping that since Marvel, the MCU in general, like takes inspirations from those storylines and kind of just shifts them a little bit, I was just hoping that they were gonna do that in this. And maybe it was a little bit too much because I was hoping but by, by the end of the season finale. I, I I thought they would that she would have this kind of mental break and then she would like shatter reality, which would then lead into the Doctor Strange movies. Like I feel like most people's predictions, maybe. Um, but I'm glad it didn't happen that way. Sure. But I I just love the X Men so much that I wanted them in there, and I was so excited, <laughs> so excited when P- Evan Peters <laughs> shows up as Pietro because he is Quicksilver in one of those X-Men movies that actually wasn't bad. The the redone like first class, Days of Future Past, Evan Peters as P- uh, Pietro Quicksilver is actually really good in them. Um, but also doesn't suit the tone yeah. of the MCU. like He totally doesn't suit the tone of what this is happening. Which is also so brilliant when he finally shows up at the door and you're like, oh my god, alternate universe combining together? Is this true? Because if it is, this is how you do it. And my dismay, it was fake because Agatha revealed that no, he's yeah. just a dude. He's my husband, Ralph. That she keeps he's mentioning. He's just a dude.
0: He's just a dude named just but, a dude named
1: Boner. Yes, a dude named Ralph Boner. <laughs> and I mean, like, I'm actually not too upset about it. I I like that it works out that way in the storytelling. I think um, maybe marketing wise, it's also wise that you they wait for a little bit before they introduce more X Men stuff because I feel like people might get X Men fatigue from all the trashy movies that have come out from it, like you know dark Phoenix. right and and
0: at this yeah and at the same time like this is Wanda's story that they're mm-hmm. telling yeah and and, and we were talk- talking about the first time around like how this was just. Um, it it just would have been difficult to uh, for this to be the time to introduce the X Men yeah into the MCU because it's it's uh, the MCU's first Disney Plus show um you know it's Wanda storyline a million other reasons it, it just would have been super complicated but I know like you said uh, so many X Men fans were pretty bummed at the very least at the most super fucking pissed yeah uh, that pietro ended up as pietro yeah.
1: Um, yeah but i mean what an entrance like yeah. i still remember the feeling and the moment when i saw that happen on screen and he's like hey sis, so whatever and i'm just <laughs> like my mind exploded my jaw dropped to the floor i turned to my boyfriend and i was like do you understand Whoa. what this means? And he's like, I have no clue what you're talking about, you crazy person. <laughs> and I'm just like, you don't understand. Oh, bitch, this was so good. <laughs> like <laughs> the moment they dropped him in, I was like, oh, I want it. And uh, I I mean, it was, it was a good, it was a good move on their part to cast Avin Peters as mm-hmm. as that role. Yeah, but- I liked it. It, I, yeah. I like
0: the the casting choice for that and the the little turn like i didn't mind it i you know we we've kind of discussed this a little bit before like i like the x-men but it's definitely not
1: my favorite like comic book series yeah.
0: or, or and the set of
1: I'm, characters again the x-men what makes the x-men work is the relationship like the relationship cool. between the x-mens themselves and yes the x-men is a metaphor if you know for minorities and all of that Mm -hmm. um which is why i love them in the first place because you see yourself in the in the mutants and you tell those kinds of stories but like the relationships that they have with each other the small little human moments that they share with each other and and that you see grow and build is what also makes the x-men great you know right it's those small little stories um in between the huge like apocalyptic ones but yeah but yeah um scarlet witch um in the x-men comics is actually um magneto's daughter so i was Mm -hmm. just like this is a complicated relationship that we have to build (laughs) i don't know how you're gonna introduce magneto into the mcu and then say hey your daughter's over here um (laughs) like i really don't know (laughs) um but and also the thing i I really love that they kind of did a nod to the x-men was um very subtle like in the in the episode eight the the flashback episode when wanda was a little child and we talked about how the stark um missile dropped into the the home that she was in um right as a child she like reached out her hand and actually um stopped the bomb from going off and agnes called it a probability hex and that is actually scarlet which is um base mutant ability her ability her mutant Mm. ability has always been to change the probability of things um and then as she grew in her character and power she learned like magic and learned how to cast all these spells and shoot hex bolts which is those like red balls of energy that you keep seeing her do um right yeah but yeah she got she got a lot of that from loki's scepter yeah yeah when she saw when she the mind stone just like flew into her brain or whatever and yeah and which is uh, amplified her powers
0: yeah and and then uh, that that scene alone like explained a lot um and most of all like it explains why she has such this this such strong connection to vision Mm -hmm. you know it's it's not just because he understands her plight like yeah uh,
1: like they literally have they literally connected through the brain (laughs) yes it's yeah. on a like molecular magical level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gave right. her foresight into her future. Yeah. Um, and which is really cool. Which is awesome. Also side note um kind of related to X-Men like the way they've been also building up Scarlet Witch by the end of the season feels very dark phoenixy to me in in some essences because um Mm -hmm. agatha tells her she's like you know you have an entire chapter of you in the dark hold and it says that you're gonna destroy the world you know um (laughs) that's a very dark phoenix moment because dark phoenix um kind of does that she sees humanity as like you know trash people and she's like i'm here to pur- purify you let me swallow the sun um you know and <laughs> right and so like i'm interested to see where they take um they take scarlet witch the mcu scarlet witch because like they already kind of when they first introduced her they kind of made her almost like Jean gray because Jean gray as the phoenix in the x-men comics already had telekinesis and telepathy so she could read people's minds and she could move objects with her mind and those were like the base powers that like scarlet witch has used throughout the marvel avenger movies for the most part like you when she appears in ultron she kind of fucks with people's brains and gives them hallucinations first and then when she can't do that she'll like throw shit at you or like throw you across the room with like those like bolts so i'm interested to see if they're actually gonna take her in that direction to make her almost like the MCU's Dark Phoenix if they can't bring in like Jean Grey in time. So I don't, I don't know. Um, mm. But that's like a side note that I thought was interesting that could relate to the X-Men um, if they bring it in. Um, but yeah, I, sure. I, I love my X-Men. I, I want to see them come through. Hopefully in the future they will maybe after the Doctor Strange movie madness whatever alternate universe thing that it might happen um yeah and uh yeah
0: i think i think what they might do is kind of like what you were saying let it settle let the dust settle a little mm -hmm. bit before they they tackle it and i don't know is
1: this the start of phase four or i think so i I haven't kept track i'm not the best person to ask (laughs)
0: Yeah, I can't re- I know shame on me for not knowing off the top of my head. I know. It's this is basically shame. the uh, introduction of
1: shame. <laughs> Ding.
0: Shame. Ding. Um uh god. <laughs>
1: we'll go we will always yeah, go right. back to Game of Thrones. We will always <laughs> go back to Game of
0: Thrones. That is our constant fallback. Yes. Um but yeah. Um I I think the uh the X-Men would be an excellent to introduce in the next phase a- i agree after, after this current phase because i mean that'll be what like at least two two and a half maybe even three years down the road yeah
1: and and maybe they could do like an actual like x-men series which would I be think, fucking dope i think they're going to if i i don't know if i read this correctly somewhere but i thought i saw somewhere that they were going to do either a movie or a series called mutants um in the mcu Mm-hmm. and i don't know when that is or where that is but i could also be hallucinating and this could be all a dream um or i could just be scarlet which i'm making up my own reality but <laughs> <laughs> but i think that's a, pos- a possibility that's going to happen yeah um, for sure but yeah um other things about um wanda vision um that we should talk about maybe do you want to talk about like some of the theories that happen like um the possible villains that everybody kept trying to figure out that wasn't agatha you know yeah um sure because i there were some theories that people throwing out you know it was mephisto that mephisto is going to show up because mephisto is this kind of like demon being that like split his soul into pieces and and it's his soul is actually what gives um Wanda's children real like life like he makes them real boys like Pinocchio um yeah he doesn't make them Wanda makes them but like because she goes into hell and then like takes takes the soul and she's like my children give them to me thank you thank you for your soul (laughs) um so yeah I mean Me personally, like I
0: didn't, I I wasn't expecting Agatha. I like I'm not well versed in the X Men comics uh, as we've previously discussed. Um, (laughs) so I honestly, I I thought this whole series was going to be Wanda versus like Sword and Ah. and the FBI and and the corrupt people at Sword. Like Mm -hmm. uh, I guess mainly Hayward and then all
1: his cronies or, or you know the, the also people like, <laughs> that
0: had no choice but to follow
1: him yeah like just want to take a moment for all of the people working for hayward like they just fully <laughs> went in with him knowing like the bullshit that he was maybe they didn't know the bullshit but like yeah. Can't you just be suspicious that this director decided to throw out the daughter of the woman who created Sword based off of things? And you are literally seeing, you are all working on building, putting together the Vision's body back. So you know this project's happening. So like, y'all are willing to go down with this ship, even though you know... That if anybody finds out you, you're fucked. Like, right. I know at the end of the the season, the final episode, he is in handcuffs. But I'm like, you got to arrest the rest of them. Yes, because they kind of helped build it together. So <laughs> consequences. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah.
0: I don't know. I mean, technically, I guess they were just following orders. True. Um, true.
1: I guess I you mean, can pardon granted- them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, granted that those orders were, you know, I guess illegal or whatever. Yeah. you know, they they were worthy of arrest. Yeah, but um, you know, as Darcy says, have fun in prison.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so um, I I just thought that was really funny because I was just like, wow, you guys are just you you guys are just following him. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I I didn't really uh I wasn't clued into like Mephisto or kathon
1: um, kathon's the other the yeah. other one because it relates to the dark hold that um agatha has in her possession that she refers mm-hmm. to and learned all the dark magics from um right. and C'th- white vision and or, or aka cataract i, I think is his... cataract is the code name they gave for him in um the comic books and i don't know if he was in if he was called cataract in the comics i think cataract was an mcu code name oh and okay. i think in the comic books he does turn white but i think he's still called the vision um because it was like a specific arc that the vision goes through where he was disassembled and then put back together but without the mind stone so he's like a robot robot you know right. instead of like a conscious ai um yeah
0: he yeah he's more like a like one of tony stark's like um iron legion type yeah of, uh, yeah
1: yeah he was he I I wouldn't say like he's more like Ultron, but he he lacks the humanity that Vision had. Right. Um, but they can
0: they complete each other. Yeah. <laughs> fake Vision and other Fake Vision. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Complete each other. What they, a
1: beautiful family. What a beautiful
0: right. You what two, ha- two. What husbands. a beautiful wedding. Okay.
1: <laughs> What a beautiful wedding! They should have played. The, they should have played Panic at the Disco at some point. Send the vision to the vision. <laughs> Wait, vision's marrying himself. That's weird and narcissistic. Yes. Yeah, well, they do. They do unify. You know. <laughs> um, but Cathan, Cathan is a yes. dark, dark old elder god that is um, where chaos magic spawns from. So when mm-hmm. Agatha refers to scarlet witch using chaos magic that's what she's referring to um he wrote the dark hold as a way to attach himself to earth so that he can come back and possess somebody in the future um that's right and he marked like scarlet witch as one of those people so like that's why people were thinking like oh maybe Cthon will show up because the dark hold and you know all Mm -hmm. of that story but again he didn't show up, which is fine with me. He's probably going to show up maybe later. I don't know. Who knows? Predictions. Um, but yeah, the those are the more like, if you, I guess, the detailed comic book X-Men stuff slash Avengers stuff about that relates to uh, Wanda and WandaVision that people were kind of excited, but also disappointed of not seeing. But I kind of was just like, I'm here for the ride. This is great. I, I don't care whether they show up i, I right. maybe they will but like yeah. in this short amount of time i don't know if they will um let's see yeah, do you want to talk sure. about predictions uh, or did you have something else you wanted to do let's um let's let's make our
0: our climax in our one of our last major talking points just the last episode and the the like the boss battle scene between <laughs> wanda and my Agatha. final form yeah <laughs> right
1: my, you have not final form. this is not my final form wanda says um yeah um so yeah we got, let's talk about how, how how do you feel overall about the the final episode first let's start there like a summary
0: i i liked it a lot um yeah. i loved it uh I, I thought it was a lot of fun um what what like i actually like screamed out like holy shit when they were about to like just go at each other and then all this like that car just flew into the side of the house and i was like what the fuck was that
1: <laughs> that was so and, okay that was so clever though like such such a clever move because here like agatha told her she's like uh after after um uh you know scarlet witch shoots her with like her bolt hex and you see her hand kind of wither into like blackness and mm-hmm. agatha just starts laughing and she's like this is what i wanted all along girl because it's my trick i take magic from people and right it was so clever of of wanda to suddenly be like okay bitch since i can't physically touch you with my magic i'm gonna use my magic to control a thing to smack you with it and like she throws the <laughs> car at her so that she doesn't get her magic sapped from Wanda and I'm just like what quick thinking she's such a smart girl like I don't think I would have thought of that in that moment I would have just been like well I'm fucked I'll just keep shooting you I guess but you know so wait so the car being thrown
0: was that from Wanda because I, I thought that was from White Vision no um, that was from the, Wanda the
1: wanda like again because white vision wasn't there yet i at least i don't think i didn't interpret it as white vision attacking um agnes i interpreted it as wanda picking up a car and telekinetically throwing it at agnes um okay because i i, I because she couldn't well, touch I, her with her magic yeah
0: i i guess i just assumed that it was the white vision because like
1: very soon after that happened he shows up he does Um, only because well he shows up because the scene is she throws the car into uh into agnes she smacks she crashes into the house wanda walks over and they do a nice little comedic bit of the wizard of oz referencing the moment where the house that's right that drops on a witch and you see like agatha's boots underneath the car which is really funny and as she looks up she sees the reflection of white vision in the window that's right okay and then she turns Um, around
0: yeah i see you know i just said a minute ago like in that moment when i was watching it for the first time i was like holy shit like that's the reason why i said that is because i didn't know (laughs) what was happening like it just all (laughs) happened so fast
1: it was quick Um, so yeah that,
0: that that makes sense now
1: yeah I I you welcome that is what I'm here for to correct your downfalls <laughs> thanks uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah i I just thought it was like such a clever move on her part um when she yeah, realized like, sure. I can't hit her physically anymore but okay um for me the general feeling of the final episode um I thought it was good I thought it was really entertaining I mm-hmm. kind of wanted more in the essence that like I wanted it to have more um gravity like episode 8 like episode 8 just hit so well because of that payoff of like yeah. seeing her seeing how seeing her history and seeing how everything is related suddenly and you see all the connections make sense and also having mm-hmm. that very very human emotional moment of Of her talking about her grief. I think that's why episode eight just was so good. And I kind of wanted more of that weight, even though they did kind of deliver at the end of the final episode with her saying goodbye to vision and her children. um, Like I just wanted more of that less campy fight fighting, more like human connection, you know, because Agatha right. did kind of yeah. go into like villain, stereotypical villain mode at some point of like, hey girl, like, you know, let me tell you about yourself in this dark book. You're meant to bring in the darkness and destroy the world. And it's just like, okay, we, I know yeah. the story. I know how it plays out, you know? And like, I think also maybe just the gravity, the the grandeur of the fight, maybe in my personal taste, I think like as stunning as the visuals are when they were flying in the air and like shooting bolts at each other i kind of wanted more like Mm -hmm. a more interesting way of of that of fighting instead of like let me shoot energy balls at you you know while we spin around in clouds (laughs) you know even though i loved 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 the visuals of it and like the the uh, effects of it all um i think that's also why one of my favorite parts of that Episode was when um, Wanda starts getting the upper hand in the battle against Agatha when she starts mimicking her and she's learning these tricks from Agatha because Agatha like turned invisible and she do- did like a little flick of the wrist and she turned invisible and poofed away. Suddenly, Wanda's mm-hmm. doing that because she saw her do that and she's like, Oh, since I'm a witch now and I know I can just do the same thing. And she did it and she's like, a- Right, a- Agatha is like, Oh shit, where did she go? And then she appears behind her (laughs) and like, like does the mind trick on her, and you think like, oh no, Mm -hmm. like yes, Agatha is finally like trapped in this like mind hallucination that like Scarlet Witch has, and and is like. Right. But then she's like, "Ha I gotcha, bitch!" Yeah, like Agatha is like, "Yo, you think you can control me with my own fear? Like, bitch, even my zombies think you're like, you know, the scary one. Like, we're not. I'm not afraid of you. This is not phasing me." And like she t- flips the tables again and like, <laughs> right switches places and 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 like wins this like telepathic battle. I thought that was such an interesting way of magic, you know, being shown. Um, versus like the magic yeah. of pew pew, <laughs> like um yeah, <laughs> I, and I think I think that's what I wanted more because like i I guess if you recall in like uh infinity war when Dr. Strange is using all of his weird magic, it was so fascinating and wonderful to watch, like against Thanos in that planet, he was just like, yeah turning shit into butterflies and bringing in the mirror dimension and multiplying himself into multiple different people and teleporting and having all of these cool different geometric spells go off and versus like, you know, Wanda and Agatha just blasting, blasting little beams and blasting little energy balls. (laughs) Like, and that's also another (laughs) side note, side note, another tangent weird thing that I thought of like, um, the magic that doctor strange does again is very geometric and he does all these kind of weird when mm-hmm. he does them, all these kind of cool shapes kind of appear. Whereas like the magic that Agatha and, or at least Wanda does, it feels more just like blasty. If that makes sense. And I don't know if that was a choice <laughs> on their, their part or if like they couldn't, they didn't have enough money to get all the crazy effects and stuff. But I thought it was, an interesting like slight deviation um even though agatha does like do these like hand motions that like doctor strange does whereas i mean they explained it um because scarlet witch doesn't need to do those incantations because she's chaos magic she can just do it Mm -hmm. um right i guess that's why it's slightly different but anyways sorry off my tangent um back to you sir in the studio (laughs)
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, I I liked the, the, the last episode, I I think, um, you know, the, the the fights between, um, I kind of liked the fight between
1: the two visions a little bit more. I, I Think that I, was I, more engaging, like I think, yeah. visual Visually, it was more engaging because, yeah, I, because again, the, the, the choreography, the whole, right?
0: Yeah, and the whole uh back and forth in uh, I don't know if it was like the library or it was in, you yeah, know, uh, and I forget that philosophical term that they brought the, up about the, the ship. theseus, yeah, the yeah, theseus. Yeah paradox or whatever it's called um yeah um I, I thought that was so interesting and and cool to talk about and, and a way to to bring up that piece in the comic books where you know they decide to you know quote unquote, join um and, and become one vision and then uh we see white vision Eurovision. take off
1: just kidding sorry oh <laughs>
0: thank you um <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, now we get to play guessing games with white vision or regular vision, whatever <laughs> he's going to become. Maybe he's going to evolve into, um, you know, regular vision like
1: our Perhaps. Old, old vision kind Perhaps. of evolved over time. So I don't know if he would. He would mainly because he doesn't have the Mind Stone. Yes, he has the memories and the capacity to understand what those memories are. Mm-hmm. But. And you see, like, visually that his eyes change from this, like, kind of very robotic eye to, like, almost a human eye when he gets mm-hmm. those memories back. But again, he's I, he's missing the Mind Stone. So I right. don't know if he would be exactly, like, the Vision. And I also feel like from a storytelling standpoint, you wouldn't really want him to be the exact same Vision that we all know and love. Sure. Because it kind of just ends and then it's kind of boring, you know? You, you kind of want to see, like, what happens to this person like what makes vision vision and what makes a person unique what is you know all of these why are we all so different you know and what makes us tick and so it'll be interesting to see that vision's journey especially now we don't know where he went he just kind of poofed he was just like oh i don't have to kill Mm -hmm. you i don't know who i am i need to go find myself bye and then he just leaves (laughs) um so it'd be interesting to see where he ends up and what he does because that's a lot of power out there that's just flying about (laughs) that like sword you know accidentally made (laughs) so um (laughs) i don't know how you're gonna stop that without you know wanda and i don't know if she would kill him like you know she wouldn't do that you know she probably cares so much about it you know
0: okay so we just have a couple more things to wrap up uh namely um uh, a couple of bullet points that you laid out, Ian. Uh, so, uh, and, and the first one is a very good one. Who was the missing person? Um, and, and we're talking about the missing person that uh, Jimmy Wu uh, yeah. pointed out.
1: Agent uh, Wu. Yeah. He. The reason he was there in Westview in the first place was because he had a missing person to find, <laughs> and yeah. he realized that the missing person became a missing town. And like, I. It was never answered. I don't know if it's important that it's answered. I hope he finds his missing person in the town. (laughs) Like, I don't know what's happening over there, but yeah. uh... (laughs) So when we recorded on
0: Saturday, Lindsay said she thinks it was boner, the boner (laughs) champ. Um, uh, Because he was kind of missing in the, in inside Westview as well. Like, mm-hmm. because he was being hidden away by, um, by Agatha. Agatha, yeah. So uh, I mean, I I think that is a solid point. But like you said, it, it's possible that it's, it it
1: doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it's, but it's, but it it's is. Just, it does kind of feel like it's it's just a very small little thread that like I feel like we don't. I'm just being nitpicky you know about it like and and Mm -hmm. i feel like it was glossed over so quickly in that episode when he was talking to rambo he was just like i'm here on a missing persons report but now it's a missing town and then like they just skipped it and like just kept going they never brought up the missing person again ever they they were just like oh shit wanda's here now we got to deal with this bullshit like so i don't know if it really matters i also don't know if it was ralph boner (laughs) um but (laughs) i'm a forever five-year-old Boy, but um, (laughs) but um, I'll only because, like, I get I, I see Agatha mentioning Ralph as like a way to like try to solidify her, like, um legitimacy in the town you know like when she keeps mentioning Mm -hmm. ralph because ralph is a real person in that town so like maybe that was the reason why she said it so many times out loud that like her husband her husband ralph is just around you know but you never see him and it's because she has him under a spell um so i don't know but just a a food for thought about who that missing person was for sure um and
0: then let's see you had uh who's in charge of sword um yeah uh
1: is it nick fury because i don't the last time we saw him he was in space on some kind of spaceship and that yeah and now i guess he wants to see rambo monica rambo yeah like at the end of the post credit scene
0: yeah so uh, the way i interpreted your question of who is in charge of sword now was like now that uh hayward is out of the picture like who's going to take his place is that kind of what you were asking yeah yeah i i feel like captain rambo would be a great um great pick and that could explain why nick fury wants to see her Mm -hmm. so she'll go to space talk to him and he'll be like hey uh i knew your mom she was a fucking badass um (laughs) and i think that you should be in charge of sword yeah i mean Um, that'd be great now that now that you are in fact alive
1: uh you're in fact alive and now apparently you have superhuman powers because of wanda
0: yeah she would (laughs) she would be a great person to to run sword because um she's so yeah so powerful (laughs) yes um she she will kick many butts yeah. Um, yes
1: as as the old saying goes ye will kick right. many butts <laughs> ye ye you shall do the dance ye will kick um, multiple times of butts <laughs> right um
0: so yeah we uh, I, I think that's what's gonna happen um
1: uh, know, the,
0: uh, we see the uh um how it said Klingon that's not
1: right. Uh, no, that's a different what, different show entirely. Uh uh the
0: um the the green green person at the end uh the
1: oh boy uh the the, the aliens Kree? the cree Oh my or, goodness, I can't even remember uh, anymore. Um it is late and <laughs> we're trying yeah. to pull. uh the Kree, and, is it the cree I, I can never
0: remember if the i always is... switch
1: them i switch i always switch the two different alien races in the mcu and as like which one's which and i can never remember which is the uh, correct one
0: <laughs> yeah i i can't either i'm so bad at that um but yeah well the the, the green person that uh, was uh the we, green we alien was...
1: <laughs> that shapeshifts.
0: yes um so yeah uh, <laughs> that's a lot of ambiguity just yes. leading up to like yeah we think she's going
1: to see nick fury <laughs> pretty sure no it's pretty sure because they 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 did point up and unless they mean on the roof i'm pretty sure they mean space mm-hmm. um and that's where we saw nick fury last from like that post-credit scene in spider-man movie yep um so i i'm pretty sure that's that's what's gonna happen um the yeah. real question is wandavision Vision season two is that a real thing because the last episode was called series finale i know i mentioned right. that earlier in this episode but um yeah i
0: possible i um anything is possible um
1: i i think so i feel like it's such it was such a success that like they could if they wanted to. I don't know how they would do it because the, the way the first season is built is so specific to the sitcom format right. that I don't know how they're going to elevate it on the next season because otherwise it'll just be a normal drama. You know, it'll just yeah, be a normal I, I drama feel like, that, that you just watch. Yeah, yeah I feel like
0: uh, if they did do a season two, it would closely resemble the way episodes eight and nine were shot.
1: Yeah, you know, agreed.
0: In a, in a traditional like format like that. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. I I mean. At first, I thought this was going to be just a one-off. Um, and yeah. part of me is still kind of convinced that it is just meant to be a one-off. But you you never know. I I mean I like of course you know disney could always make money off of a second season that mm-hmm. that's not my concern my concern is like does it make sense in the storyline to have a season 2 yeah. yeah um and i i think it could go, go both ways I, I think they could you know carry on uh scarlet witch's storyline inside maybe of her own movie yeah. or you know parts of uh, or as she um comes up as a character in other people's movies you know we've talked about her making an
1: appearance in doctor strange that's mm-hmm. always a possibility i um, think she is i i think i saw an interview where elizabeth olsen was like i was i'm filming doctor strange and it was like recently like oh, within okay. the past like a couple days <laughs> cool so i'm pretty sure she's gonna be in doctor strange excellent yeah i'm i'm all about that life
0: so <laughs> bring it on um So yeah, it, it could go both ways. I, I could see either option happening. So
1: cool. Yeah, yeah. I I think I agree. I think either way it could happen. But well, it depends on the story that they tell and where they're going to put what happens to Scarlet Witch in the movies. Because like, right. if they suddenly are like, she's a villain now, or she died. Like, obviously can't. But yeah, you know, I I doubt she's going to die. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, solid first effort for the MCU in terms of Disney Plus shows.
1: Ten out of um, ten,
0: would recommend to your pass. Yes, it, it, indeed, I I loved it. Um, yeah. yeah, it's so good, <laughs> so good.
1: <laughs> it's good. I'm also very biased, and I'm here for Katherine on and her church like just <laughs> the, the church of i han. i just love a good spooky ooky, spooky witch like a good the ooky, wrath sp- of han <laughs> yes <laughs> i just love a good like spooky spooky witch that is both like funny and terrifying at the same time and her acting and i killed great. sparky too and she killed the dog and you know i i think she's what great a bitch not to say that elizabeth Olsen isn't great because she's she's great too because her acting is just impeccable. The way she flips from like mm-hmm. from TV genres and the 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 kind of accents that they have in those TV genres to her Sokovian accent to her normalized other accent, um, I think is brilliant. And just like yeah. her acting, so good. You know, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but yeah, can't say anything better about WandaVision for me.
0: Yeah, And the whole closing scene at the end. We, I mean, we can't sign off this podcast without talking a little uh, bit about that. It was that,
1: so heartbreaking. That scene again, because she makes the choice she finally becomes the Scarlet Witch and she makes the choice to let her people go you know, mm-hmm. like Moses, not really. Um, JK <laughs> I try. I tried to make that work and it didn't work out the way I wanted it to I um, loved it but as she, a catholic <laughs> sort of as a sort of catholic, catholic as an atheist Catholic as a reformed Catholic is that it no that's not the right word uh, but <laughs> uh, but it was so touching one because like I what even before this the the tender moment she has with vision her saying goodbye to her children and them not knowing it's like goodbye but she does and Her Mm -hmm. line of just like saying, like, thank you for choosing me, you know, is just one of my favorite things to hear. You
0: know. It broke me as a human and as a
1: dad. It's just it broke me. It's so so much love that she finally got to have and, and she cherishes so deeply that she is willing to let go of to better herself and be a better person. Like i just Mm -hmm. love that moment you know and and the acknowledgement of like she knows that she's loved from other people now and and that yeah she's not always like rejected and things are not always going to be like taken away from her and and again like after that moving to visions you know goodbye to her you know saying that he's Mm -hmm. been so many things to her asking her like what is he like what really is he? And yeah. And she's saying, like, you know, you're a part of the mindstone. You're a part of me, but most of all, like, you're my love. Like, that's it. And I was just like, boom. Yeah. Metaphor it's, done. It's, yeah.
0: It's <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's just like you said, it, it was that perfect blend of logical and emotional. You yeah. know, it, it she, she explained literally what he was, but you know at the end of the day he is the love of her life yeah and you know they they, they were meant to be and
1: yeah um, and, and it's
0: just it,
1: and... it it just tears just Ooh, ugly tears, crying tears down my face like and it's it's so beautiful because like the whole not only is it a metaphor for her love like she understands that he will at least for me And what i took away is that like she knows that he he's with her and Mm -hmm. that and that's why she pulls it back in and she finally accepts like the grief and accepts the loss and learns to process it healthily 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 yeah um that's (laughs) the ticket (laughs) that's the ticket to you know i don't know correct grammar school i don't know (laughs) (laughs) or pronunciation or elocution license school Um, yes but yeah such a beautiful scene and then oh the post-credit scene we got to talk about her her ooky spookiness yeah and then leading her to to just be in the cabin by herself trying to understand and apparently she stole the dark hold from agatha after she cast agatha as a mindless neighbor um Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, I'm pretty sure I have a feeling or at least I have a hope dream that Agatha will come back in the future because Agatha did say feel she, like she, she will. will need her. You know, she will need Agatha's knowledge mm-hmm. of, of the magic and mystic arts. Um, but yeah, seeing her like doing her astral projection, learning about the dark hold and like while she's actually just sipping tea in real life was really cool. And then yeah. like also kind of terrifying at that same time because i was like do you really want scarlet witch to be reading the dark hole and learning dark magic from it because like that's that's a dangerous path to walk on ma'am. <laughs> like I <don't> right <laughs> but
0: but at the same time doc dr strange did the same thing you know he he did he, he did he, the astral
1: projection to he learn did, and, but he didn't you know not... he 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 r- he did not. But do he read the, like he spooky books. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> also, like, also side note, uh, as part of the um explaining that Agatha did, um, of how why the Scarlet Witch is so terrifying, she said literally like, she Scarlet Witch is supposedly more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme, which means she's more powerful than Doctor Strange so wow that's terrifying that's that's kind of scary yeah that is scary (laughs) that like the book is prophesizing that she will surpass you know doctor strange the sorcerer supreme like uh do you really want this girl to be reading all of this but hopefully Mm -hmm. she makes the right decision she's shown that she can and you know Mm -hmm. um yeah wandavision brilliant wandavision
0: WandaVision.
1: There you, go. there you go, you got it.
0: Yeah, I got Ding. it. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, um, Ian, thank you so much for doing this with me again. Yes, um, for being such a great sport. Uh, of course, and, I love the hum-
1: sports. No, I don't. I don't know <laughs> the sports. Sports,
0: <laughs> sports
1: ball. Sports teams.
0: Yay. Yes. Um. No. Uh, yeah. Like I said, thank you for for coming back on again. Of course. And, after i fucked things up the
1: first time around you know you didn't it
0: wasn't yeah you, no, who technically
1: i did okay fine uh, your fault it's your fault everything I, is I, your fault
0: i want to blame it on a faulty xlr chord okay may have had a short in it and caused that feedback buzzing sound sure but, you know what we're, we're not going to talk about that anymore it's okay we fixed um it. <laughs> yeah but yeah thank you so much for coming on no thank you for having um, me and, um, listeners, if you made it this far, thank you so much. Um, and I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm not sorry. Thank you for no. listening to me, but I'm not. sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I should, I should stop apologizing. I'm not sorry either. If you made it this far,
1: um, then congratulations and you, you deserve an ice cream. You yes. do go buy one, but be safe because COVID. Right, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and as always, be kind, stay key, and eat lots of cheesecake.
1: Yum. Bye! Bye. 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 La, 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 la. Are we aliens? <laughs> Are we aliens? I don't know what's happening. We're we're going into some weird twilight zone now. Yes. Vision. There you go. That's a good place to end it. <laughs> Bye! Bye. One Division.